Hello and welcome to Cameo Guys. I am your host, Mark Nelson. And as always, I'm joined by Cam. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, so, this week, after a brief hiatus, uh, we decided to get together and watch The Other Guys. Now, you're looking quite pained, but I'm going to preface this with, you chose this film. Yeah, I know. Okay. I, I gave you the bone. <laughs> I'm like, we couldn't really find anything. I couldn't find anything. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and this is one I have mentioned. You've mentioned it before. Yeah. And I'm like, let's just do a buddy cop and then... That came out, and uh, it was watched. That is that is the fact. That's that's where we're just going to go with for now. We'll go with okay. the fact. It was it was watched. We watched it, it and we just finished. Yes. Yeah, so th- this is a real fresh one. We have uh, walked instantly <laughs> into the studio to uh, record this after watching. Correct. Where no words were said after it was finished. No, no. There's there's you don't have a, a clue. No. So we'll we'll, uh, we'll get into it. But uh, what what have you been watching lately? Um, well, I, I mentioned before, uh, a certain TV show, but we'll leave that until we've both finished it. Yes. And we'll, we'll have a bit of a robust discussion. Yes. I watched, watched a movie called The Fundamentals of Caring. Who's in that? With Paul Rudd. Yes. I've seen that with, uh, the yeah. kid who was in Submarine. Richard Ayoade's, yeah, Submarine. Submarine, yeah. yeah. I thought it was, it was really good. Like it's, um... And it's got Selena Gomez Mate, in it. She was actually quite good in it. Yeah, she played like a, a, I don't know, just a typical teenage sort of... Runaway. Runaway. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I thought it was good. It's, um, still listening to some podcasts, definitely How Good's Footy, and mm-hmm. uh, they have a lot of other ones, so they have one called Movie Maintenance Ooh. as well, and uh, they recently did Downsizing. Yes. And they fucking hated it. I think everyone hated it. Like they were more. I and then and then I went and li- listened back to what we said, and we were more positive. Oh, slightly more positive. Oh, I, I think we we like to look at things and look at some positives when we look mm. at movies. Yeah, but listening to that, I'm like, it really was a lot of dog shit. Yeah, that movie. In in hindsight, there was nothing really <laughs> no. there to to save it. No, uh, that's about that's about it, though. That's about it. Yeah. Um. So it's been a while. So I've seen a few things now, uh-huh. uh, but most notably saw Deadpool two mm-hmm. and Solo recently. How did they go? Uh, Deadpool two was good. Mm-hmm. I thought the original was far better. That's always going to be that way, though. Uh, I think yes, and no. I think like it being a bit more focused on the comedy, it could it mm. could go on either way. But I, I I think it missed the mark just a little bit this time and. Do they try too hard with certain aspects of comedy? Because it, it felt natural in the first one. It, so. it still felt natural, but okay. I just think in this one they they were trying to do a few more emotional beats that I just okay. don't think really... They hit the mark. They hit didn't. The mark. Peter was great, mm-hmm. as we knew he would okay. be. Yep. Or as he is also known in the film, Sugar Bear. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Good. How was... Um, what's his name? Uh, Julian Dennison or Josh Brolin? No, neither of them. Uh, his mate. Oh, what's his name? Oh, George. TJ Miller. There you go. Sorry. How was TJ? George Miller. I yeah, I don't, I don't know. TJ Miller. Uh, barely in it. I didn't. Uh, I wouldn't have thought he'd be in it much. Barely. And he's not going to be in the next one. Yeah, he's he's battling. Yeah, he's 
He's got some issues to deal with. Okay, so that was okay. What about Solo? Uh, and by okay, I mean, still go see it. It's a good like movie. It was a good movie. No, we'll see like, it. Yeah. I, th- I felt the first was pretty genre-defining for a time. and that That's the thing, though. That That's... With it coming out, there's no shock value anymore. Yeah. And then Logan came out, which is not a comedy, but it was still an R-rated. Yeah, it pushed the way R-rated films work and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Solo, though. Uh-huh. Very good. Oh. I was shocked. <laughs> well, I, I think I, 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 a couple of episodes back, uh-huh. was talking about it and said, I think it was when we reviewed The Last Jedi. Yeah. And I said I was very concerned. Mm. I was wrong. So he was good. good he was solo. Good. He was great. So was Donald Glover, Woody Harrelson. Was so all fantastic. the all the all the chatter that came out of it, mm-hmm. like before it came out, about his acting ability. I was, I was that know. sort of like a? I reckon. Like, was it incorrect or were they pretty incorrect? Like this, I, and a lot of reviews kind of said, "No, I agree." Like about fifteen minutes in, mm. you're like, "Yeah, I'm okay." All right. So it's an adjustment period. Yeah, I think you just kind of. Mm. You're like, oh, it's just not Harrison, but then it kind of works. And yep. yeah, yeah, there were some real moments where you're like, oh, yeah, that's okay, that's hit the money spot. Uh, Chewbacca was amazing in it, yes, probably helps that the guy in the suit is finally now long, no longer practically paralyzed, which oh. Peter Mayhew almost is now, he can barely walk. Okay, so who's in the suit? Uh, it's I'm not even gonna try and say his name, he's right. very tall. Uh, muscly Eastern European man. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll get to that if we ever talk about the movie. But okay. he, yeah, it was just really good. Um, Paul Bettany was great as the villain. Of the okay. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just really cool little nods. It was, it was good to see that story finally on a big screen. Did you do you need it? Um, Is it needed? Is it? It's nice to have, but it's not essential. What movies do you need? No, but like to fill, like sort of, you're you're a big fan. I am. It could was, you live without it? I think you could have lived without it, but you can say that for a lot of the stuff outside of the main episodes. Anyways, it's yeah, just yeah. another form of content within that universe, and okay. it was cool seeing some things like the the Kessel Run was in it. So the thing that he always claimed he was the fastest at. Mm-hmm. Um, there was some cool little. Pieces here and there for you see him get fans. the Millennium Falcon, or yes, you see the Millennium Falcon. You see him play the infamous game of Subuck with Lando. Okay, so so that I think that'd be pretty like pretty cool to eventually to actually see now. Yeah, like yeah, you, it was like you it was, hear it about it. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Okay. Like yeah, yeah, there were some logical things in it that made it sense as to how his character became down mm. the end. You could see where he'd go off and do all that kind of stuff. Okay, yep. Yep. So, yeah. I'll eventually say it. I think you should. I think yep. you'll enjoy it. Uh, at the very least, Donald Glover as Lando was fantastic. Okay. And Woody Harrelson was really good in it. All right. Well, I have tomorrow just doing nothing, so I might go. I reckon you should. It's either that or Hitchcock. Is Hitchcock out? No, the, 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 the retrospective. Oh, of course. Sorry. Of cameo. Marvel steak. All right, so yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been watching. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get more into uh, the TV show. I I mentioned to Sarah that you're nearly finished, so we're going to have to hurry up. Yeah, it it was a hard slog, mm. but 
We'll see. I'm curious. Yeah. Especially Sarah's thoughts on it. So just notes down some comments on that. Let's just say we were watching an episode last night and we were looking at each other going, where the fuck, where, was, where did this happen? They've changed the tone. Everything's different. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. There's definitely a lot of thoughts around it. Yeah. So, shall we get into the other guys? Mm-hmm. So, Adam McKay, directed. Yes. So Was also in it. Was he? He was Dirty Mike. Oh my God, he was Dirty Mike. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, for those listening, Andy McKay uh, also did The Big Short. He was mm-hmm. the writer. Also, the writer for Ant-Man. He's done a lot of Will Ferrell movies as well. Yes. Yes, very much so. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to find the films that he's... Yeah, so he's Anchorman, mm-hmm. a lot of Eastbound and Down, Step Brothers. Uh, yeah, pretty much if it's a Will Ferrell film, it's been helmed by but him. But didn't Adam McKay say he wanted to make Step Brothers... Oh, I said Andy more... McKay. He did. Yep. You, he wanted to make Step Brothers more of a drama. Correct. Did he not say that? So I respect him. Okay. okay. All right. Settle down, mate. We've got a long time to go on this podcast we without do. that kind of attitude. All right. Let's let's get into the cast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we've got obviously Will Ferrell mm-hmm. as Alan Gamble. Uh, Mark Wahlberg as Terry Holtz. Mm-hmm. Derek Cheetah is himself. Why is he third? <laughs> Did you not notice in the end credits he was the first build? Really? Yes. Derek Jeter as himself. Yeah. You shot Derek Jeter. He's a biracial angel. That's one of my favourite lines. A biracial angel. Uh, you got mm. Eva Mendez as Dr. Sheila Gamble. Yes. Where's her, where's her career gone? She married Ryan Gosling and had a few kids and That's I it. think she's quite content with that. Yeah. I, I suppose her career is based on her looks and as she ages. Ooh, settle. No, I'm just saying, like, she... Is in this movie? That's her character. Yes, that is true. And I'm not saying that she's not still. <laughs> she attractive. doesn't have the ability. Or... I'm not saying she doesn't have the ability. I'm just suggesting. Okay, let's move on. Yep. Going down the rabbit hole of female actresses aging Stars. out. Yep. Uh, we've got Michael Keaton mm-hmm. as Captain Jean Mouch. Yep. Mouch. 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 Uh, Ray Stevenson as Roger Wesley, the Australian. So... Yeah, so in a, he's playing Australian, but he's Irish. Yeah. Nah, I'm okay with that. There's enough Irish in the... No, I'm just saying it, it wasn't lines. a great Australian accent. No, it wasn't. But Whatever. I think it was supposed to be a somewhat shitty one as well. Yeah. Uh, you've obviously got Samuel L. Jackson mm-hmm. as uh, P.K. Highsmith. What a name. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, yep. of course, as Christopher Danson. So Highsmith and Danson. <laughs> Danson. <laughs> Danson. Uh, Rob Riggle. As Martin and Damon Wayans as Foss. going to say that, Damon Wayans. Um, and then you've got Steve Coogan as David Urshon. Mm-hmm. That's... Who was is, who is Bob? Who was Bob? Let me find Bob. Because I like Bob. Oh, Bob doesn't even have a, a picture. Oh, that's just... That's just but I've just learned he was also in The Dictator. Come on, Bob. Oh. And Sleeping With Other People. Not a bad film. Uh, but that's Michael Delaney. I like Bob. Bob was great. <laughs> so, a bit of trivia as mm-hmm. well. Before yep, we, uh, let's go with it. Really delve in. I feel like this should have some good... You'd think so, but... Well. Okay. 
So the idea of teaming up of Will Farrell and Mark Wahlberg mm-hmm. had been gestating since the 79th Annual Academy Awards, which was in 2007. Did they do like a... Yeah, where Will had been viciously insulting other actors as part of a bit, but became extremely polite to Mark. Yep. Yep. Uh, this film obviously done in 2010, so mm-hmm. a couple of years between that. And then um, what's the other ones they've done together? Oh, we don't really speak of those. The Daddy's Homes. Tri- <laughs> I said I was going to say trilogy, but oh, I'm sure there'll be. I'm a sure there'll be a third one. Uh, Adam McKay claimed he was initially reluctant to cast Mark Wahlberg. He worried that a more traditional actor like Wahlberg couldn't keep up with a cast famous for improvising. McKay later admitted that Wahlberg adapted perfectly within a few minutes of shooting the first scene. Because okay. this was the film that kind of started the whole. Is him as a comedic, a sort in, of comedy comedic role? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, it, this is Will Farrell's second highest grossing film. Behind? Elf. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can call it. Anything else? Uh, On Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. What did you think of him in this movie? He He's very yelly, which I've mm. felt like you wouldn't have enjoyed. So, Mm-mm. yeah. This is the movie. So, before we watched it, you go, this is Will Ferrell at his best. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's see. I agree. Yeah. He wasn't yelling a lot. Because, and then And then when because, he did yell, it meant more. Because he... In this film, mm. he's the straight man. Exactly. Which makes no sense compared to all of his other roles, because you've mm. got Mark Wahlberg as your more wild mm. card role. But I think, yeah, to that point, yeah. it tempers yeah. what Will Farrell's doing. So when he does go into his manic, yeah. crazed voice... Yeah. It means more. It, yeah. it, it has more of a uh, an oomph to it, like when they're in the, in the ballet room. <laughs> like, that's funny. It's yeah. good. It's just when he does it non-stop. Yep. Not funny. So I thought, like it was weird. So Mark Wahlberg was played as the, uh, as the not the funny man, but like the sort of he's the one with all the the one liners. Yeah, and I I didn't find them that funny. I found the reactions to them mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, but not them. But I think that's also isolated. The, I think that's also that the point? point. He's not like he's, so. He's the guy that tr- thinks he's cool. Yes. Saying all this that's shit. The, that's the point. Like, he's okay. the one that thinks he's cool, wants to be this top kind of cop, mm. but he's just, he's kind of no good. Like, And they kind of delve on that point. Like, when he finally just stops trying, mm. he finds something he's very good at. Yeah. Which is just being a traffic cop. Yeah. So I think the movie's very self-aware of that mm-hmm. as well. I think, <laughs> I think some of the jokes where uh, he goes, oh, I, I learnt this because... The fruits were doing it down the road. Yeah. I'm like, come on. <laughs> no. <laughs> just, I, I get it. Maybe 2010 was a different time yeah, for I'm just a little making bit fun kind of, of comedy. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. So, can you gauge how I felt? There were enough laughs that I knew you weren't hating it, mm-hmm. but I can still tell you haven't enjoyed it. No, I did. Oh, really? Yeah. Your face is not telling that story. No, 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 because... Okay, so... It's the Mark Wahlberg aspect, but now thinking about what that means in the grand scheme of the movie, it makes more sense. Because mm. I'm sitting there and I'm going, oh, I don't 
every time he says something, I'm and like, how many yeah. how many times he's also like it's the typical kind of short angry man. Yeah, kind of short angry well. Boston man, and he's just yeah. sort of, and it just it that bit rubbed me the wrong way. But, but I think there, there is an issue as well, and I think this might be affecting it. He ended up then playing that character in every mm. movie. Yeah, like Ted. It's the same thing. Yeah. He's just not a cop. Daddy's home. Same thing. He's just not a cop. He's a divorced dad kind of thing. Like, yeah, yeah. So it's he, all the same kind of... He he shit. found... He's like, oh, people like this. Mm. And he's gone, yep, fuck it. Because I think this... He kind of from here went to and did um, Pain and Gain. Yes. Which was slightly comedic. But I think he was this, better in that. This reminded that. me a lot of Pain and Gain, like the the um, the action sequences. Very much pain and gain type I deal. Think that was Bay. It was Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's kind of like it gave me that sort of yeah, it was vibe. It, but again, it's that it's action with a hint of comedy behind it, which pain yeah. and gain had. Like it was very. Mm. God, I don't think anyone's ever mentioned pain and gain in like the last five years. I'd watch it. Really? Yeah. Why not? It does have Anthony Mackie in it? It's got it's got Dwayne. It does have Dwayne. It's. It, I remember not hating it in the movies. I didn't laugh because I, I didn't treat it as a comedy. Yeah. Which I think it was trying to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is a worry for them. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I I liked it. The the discussion we had a while back about comedies and you brought it up. You're right. What did I bring up? You brought up this movie. Oh, yeah. In comedies. Oh, because you said there has to be a good comedy and I said... No, I said there hasn't been a lot of good comedies, and you suggested it. This this was in my five to prove that there was enough. Yeah, Yeah. and I agree. But a few things I like this film for, especially, I feel like this was one of the starts of Dwayne's like propelling career. Mm. Like this was where you went, oh shit, he can be funny as well. Was he still billed as The Rock, like Dwayne The Rock? I think this was this was after. Yeah. So he's just Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Because I know there was a while where he was Dwayne The Rock Johnson still. Yep. Or The Rock Dwayne Johnson. So it's like... I think this was a, just a Dwayne it's Johnson. It's just a Dwayne Johnson. Yep. Okay. So there was that. And this was the the start of the re-emergence of Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. And Which I, I, I fully, loved him I'm, in this. I'm I'm fully behind. Oh, yeah. I really love he's, Michael he's Keaton. He's great. So, um, and it just had like a lot of... Like you look back now and it has a lot of like... Um, Characters and um, actors you see in like a lot of TV comedies now, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, even the even like the accountant was in the office. The accountant. So the accountant for the the guy that jumped off the off the building. Oh yeah, he's um, so he was in the office. David something. David the. Uh... The, yeah, like the area manager. Yeah, kind of yeah, and then you see um, Ben Schwartz, ben John Schwartz, Ralphio, John Ralphio, and then you see uh, the newsreader was the Parks and Rec. Oh yes, it was. It was um, What's her name. I can't remember her name now. Oh, she was the journalist. Yeah, oh, it's annoying me. Yeah. <laughs> I, she I'm had a like, really good name as well. Yeah, um, but you just see like a lot of these like people, and you're like, oh, so this is. It's good. I I, yeah. I like it. It's it's a sort of it's it's a nice little time capsule as well. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. All right, shall we shall we get into some of the the details? Yeah, okay. So movie opens with some narration. Who was the narrator? Ice T. It was Ice T. It sounded like Ice T. It was either him or Ice Cube. It was something cold. 
Um, <laughs> no, it was iced tea. It was definitely yeah. iced tea. Um, but maybe playing on the fact he's in Law and Order. Oh, it was that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's true or no, not. No, no. It was 100% iced tea. Yeah. Now that you've said it, I'm like, yeah, brains linked. Face yeah, yeah. To, yep. Face to voice. Yep. Good. Um, yeah, he's narrating, talking about cops especially, mm-hmm. and it's Highsmith and Danson in a high-speed pursuit where they uh, crash their car mm-hmm. through a tour bus yep. and then commandeer the bus to drive through and to then eject the car causing $12 million worth of damage. For a half a gram. Half a gram. No, it was a quarter of a gram of marijuana. Marijuana. Yeah. That, for me, like really set the tone. You've got even just the the shame that that guy has where he names where he's working. Online. (laughs) And then I think they went a bit far with saying TMZ. Print edition. Print edition. No, no, you weren't. Still good. But just even like... Just that, like the pure. Yeah, this costs twelve million dollars for a quarter of a gram, and they're getting honoured. Like they've got like medals of honour or something. Yeah, and I love the hot dog guy. <laughs> Free hot dogs for life. No drinks. <laughs> I can't do it. That's just not sound business. He gets booed by the crowd. <laughs> but yeah. I think that that instantly mm. kind of sets the tone. Where it's we're going to look at cops. We're going to look at them through a lens of mm-hmm. like how egotistical some of them can be. When when you first saw this, mm-hmm. did you think they would be in the whole movie? Yes. Okay. Did they market it that way? I can't remember. You, you definitely didn't see them die no. as swiftly as they did. So maybe not the focus of the film, but I didn't expect them to be dead within about 10 minutes. Yeah, I would have thought, oh, maybe they'll be like with like 40 minutes and then like something happens. Yeah. Like, similar to what actually happened, but just later on in the movie. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and then we see them kind of enter back into the police station mm-hmm. in their moment of glory, saying how they're going to have a party. Mm-hmm. Only some of you are invited. And we're introduced to a few of the other the characters within yes. the department. So, Bob. Bob. Poor Bob. <laughs> we've, mainly we've got Mark Wahlberg and yes. Will Farrell. And we're mm-hmm. introduced to them as, you know, the kind of the, the cops that are never going to quite make it. Yeah, at that kind of level, you get you get Sam Jackson yelling, which is his go-to. Yeah, Yells but, at Will Ferrell. But what a good line! If I wanted you to speak, I'd shove my hand up your ass and open your mouth like a puppet. I think I found him just initially yelling at him because he was so jovial, and then he just went straight to attacking him. I found that more funny than the line, but yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, it's, it's the instant. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. Yeah, and you you get a, a really quick sense of the character Will Ferrell's going to be like a pushover. Yeah. Just, which I enjoyed. He just instantly takes it. It's just like, yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, so they leave mm-hmm. to go to their celebratory drinks and the chief kind of pulls them in and goes, you got to do the paperwork. Yeah. We know how this goes. Yeah. <clears throat> and describes the paperwork like Bob's wife. It's big. <laughs> it's, it's tough. Thick. It's thick. <laughs> and no one wants to do it. <laughs> Which at that point you were like, I'm all about Bob. I loved Bob. Yeah. Just because he reminded me of a certain character we've made up. At Cameo. At Cameo. Yeah, good old Bill. Good old Bill. Um anyway. Anyway. So they, they, they do Will Farrell gladly takes on the paperwork mm-hmm. and Mark Wahlberg's just filthy about this. He wants to be mm-hmm. you know wants to be like them, but he's been straddled with a partner who's just happy to do the paperwork. He was transferred from forensic accounting 
Yes. That's what he said. So yes. he's very comfortable with the desk job. Mm-hmm. That's all he wants to do. But Mark Wahlberg has uh, dreams of grandeur. He Is was this where... No, you don't know. Yeah. No. yeah you he, don't he, learn he, about the story past. You don't mention that, mm-hmm. that, but he does mention that he was on track, mm-hmm. you know, to become, you know, a big part of homicide and yes. whatnot. And mm-hmm. So he's just, he's just angry. Yeah. Um, and he's angry because Will Ferrell's so happy in what he describes as mediocrity. He's just content. He's content because he's like, this is a safe job and I uh, contribute. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, we, we just get to know the characters a bit more mm-hmm. and then we... Uh, they have a big chat about if I was... Oh, the salmon and the lion, which again is just... Big tuna. Perfect. The analytical mind of Will Farrell in this where he just goes, yeah. that what you've just said is ridiculous. I, that's the part I liked. Like, yeah, I think maybe that's what you're supposed to. You're not supposed to laugh at the Mark Wahlberg. I'm a lion. I'd, I'd eat you. Yeah, I think you're supposed to laugh at just how. I'm not even laugh. I'm just like that's good. I like. I like yeah. what Will Ferrell said. It's good. Big tuna. Big tuna. <laughs> um, we're then shown Mark Wahlberg in a therapy session uh-huh. with other cops, cops mm-hmm. who have fired their firearms in Dream the line of duty. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see Bob Canavan. Bob Canavan just as Jimmy, just giving off this story about how him and his partner just killed three people, mm-hmm. and that it felt like a Viagra with a face on it. I don't know what that meant. That was a lie that I'm. I like, think he felt. <laughs> I don't know. Like he felt, he felt fully aroused yeah, in his whole body. Diet. Yeah, yeah. It was an odd one. He was a strange one. Um, and then we learned the story of Mark Wahlberg as. Uh, the therapist kind of outlines that it's a safe place. There's no judgment. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should speak, which is followed by Jimmy just instantly going, douchebag. <laughs> and they're going, no, 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 that's that's judgment. Yeah, that's, that's and literally judgment. the rest of the cops just kind of start giving off some snide remarks mm-hmm. as he regales the tale that it was the ninth uh, game in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Yankees were playing mm-hmm. and he was on duty in a... Kind of darkened hallway. Yeah, I don't quite get the story. A man with a bat was walking towards him. He told him to freeze. He did not. And he fired his firearm at his leg. Hindsight. At at which point it is revealed that he has shot Derek Jeter. The biracial angel. The biracial angel. And the other cops kind of just make it clear that he is one of the most hated men in New York for this Mm -hmm. because they lost the World Series. One even goes and says, I lost 20 grand because of you. That's a lot of money for a bet. Yeah, if you're that sure about it, just keep the 20 grand, I would have thought. Pretty much. No, it's just like, in in hindsight, the guy's got a baseball bat at a baseball ground. Oh, yeah, again, I think it's just showing the... (laughs) Just how unintelligent his character is. Meathead. Yeah. He's a meathead. Pretty much. And also, Boston accent, so maybe he meant it. Oh. Because he would want his Red Sox to be better than the Yankees. Plot twist. I've made a backstory. Yep, I like it. Um, we're then given another Highsmith and Danson mm-hmm. scene <laughs> yep. as a wrecking ball is just destroying some buildings mm-hmm. and they go in. There's a bunch of uh, thieves just doing parkour, yep. climb up onto a roof and kind of use a zip line to mm-hmm. get down to the ground. Yep. They cut it off. Danson and Highsmith take one look at each other and go, think of what I'm thinking. Yep. They go yep. aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. What bushes? The bushes that were like across the intersection. Oh, okay. 
So not okay. All right. There were thought, bushes. Okay. <laughs> so they. I'm like, I thought they were going for more like this side of the. Okay, no. Yeah. Well, that's dumb. The, to the sounds of the Foo Fighters, my hero, which is one of the better uses of it ever, <laughs> playing, they just leap off the top of this massive building, mm-hmm. and you see it, you see it. The camera starts to kind of pan over them until it's looking down. You're like, "There's nothing there. There's no there? bushes," <laughs> and they just fall straight, yep. to the earth. Yep, and they're dead. And Good. we cut straight to a big police funeral. Mm-hmm. Everyone's in full regalia. Yep. Then we get a bit more narration about, you know, this is the time for others to kind of step up in their in their footsteps. Yep. No one really knew why they did the things that they did and why they jumped off. But um yeah. And then we go to the like the funeral reception. Which I think adds that as well. It's a mm. nice little commentary on the whole action hero style of cop as well. Yeah, that they there there's where they think they're invincible and, mm. and like in real life it just it does not work. Well, for the first 15 minutes, they were pretty invincible. They would stand there well, with bullets coming Sam- at them. Samuel L. was launched in his car out, out of the bus. <laughs> into a fire. Into an exploding inferno. Yeah. yeah. They yeah, they were a little bit invincible. And then they hit the ground and that was it. Which is probably... Yeah. Mm. Mm. Which then leads to, one of, I think, one of the funniest things. Where they're at the funeral, mm-hmm. all being respectful, and a fight breaks out. And... It is the weakest fight you've ever seen as they whisper, get yell at each other. <laughs> at which point Michael Keaton splits it, like splits the fight up. And he also is whispering. Yeah, whisper yelling. It's so good. <laughs> it is good. It's just another one where it's just it's heightened ridiculousness. But and then really clever. Yeah, I think it was Rob Riggle. Yes. He's like, I won. So good. Yeah. Um we then cut to, is this the Urshon bit or the cocaine bit? I think it's... Uh, no, I think it's, co- it's cocaine. Well, we meet Urshon before this, I believe. Maybe oh, we, 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 get a, we get a brief glimpse of Urshon with a woman at the stock exchange uh-huh. opening up the day's trading. Yeah. Um, and she asks the question, how much money have we lost? 30 million. And he goes... No. no billion, and she uses the the buzz of the stock exchange opening to yeah. kind of yell. Um, yes, then we cut to a call is made over the radio mm-hmm. that there is a dead body, mountains of cocaine. Yep. Someone needs to come investigate. Uh, the Wayan and Rob Riggle. Rob Riggle quickly rush off. They're, so they've they're, assumed they're, their post as a new. Hot shots. Yeah, they're, they're like we're we're the new guys. Yeah, like, this is this is our time. Uh-huh. They go off. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's like, no, you wouldn't be interesting, interested in going to that at all. And Will Ferrell's like, no, nah, I'm busy. I got I got stuff on. Um, Mark's like, let's go out and just have a quick chat about this. Mm-hmm. Pulls his gun on Will Ferrell and just goes, "You're fucking going." He's like, is nobody seeing this? Yeah, Will Ferrell's I'm like, being kidnapped. I'm literally being kidnapped <laughs> in a police station. You'd think someone would be interested in this. Yeah. Um, they then get into his Prius, mm-hmm. who and then he, drives. And he plays some some music. Some uh, little river band. Some LRB. I've always got LRB. <laughs> and uh, they hear, they're like, they're kind of trash talking each, mm-hmm. each other over the radios as to yep. who will get there first, because whoever gets there first gets the, the case. Um, at which point Mark Wahlberg tells Will Farrell to put 
put his foot down, mm-hmm. drive faster. He yells out, America, and floors it so much that he does not stop in time, no. drives through the mountain of cocaine and over the dead body Yep, into the middle of the crime scene. Yep. In, in reality, would you be laid off? 100%. Okay, good. Just checking. You have driven... <laughs> over the evidence. Over the evidence <laughs> in a crime scene in daylight. Yep. Yeah. And how did they beat those other cops? They had a pretty big head start. Yeah, but he said America and drove down a straight road. That's true. And he also got aroused, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he did. Because, yeah, yeah, I I like the character development Mm -hmm. of Will. Because you see, he's a reserved person, and you find out why. Yep. And you get these little bouts of, oh... Like little, like little bouts of being not in there's, control. There's a little bit of darkness about him. Yeah, and not being in control is, I think, his big thing. Yeah, like not being down on what he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that didn't go well for them. No. Uh, but then he kind of convinces Mark Wahlberg that there is a case they could be working on. Mm-hmm. He's been working on it for quite some time. Yeah, there is a gentleman with. Uh, some scaffolding. Many, many scaffolding infringements. That should be yeah. looked into. Uh-huh. It's a big case. Yep. So they go off to do that. We then cut back to Robert Urshon, mm-hmm. who's giving a kind of a presentation. Yep. And uh, as he's giving the presentation, a group of individuals that look quite menacing surround him, hand him a phone, and it's the woman from... The earlier scene telling him that she does not trust him mm-hmm. and that this security team is pretty much just going to babysit him. Yeah. He um, convinces the crowd that he made his first billion dollars from the advice of Ray Stevenson's character. Mm. They swarm him. He runs off. Um, goes through the kitchen. Goes through the kitchen. Intersects with Mark and Will. Who are there too, as we quickly find out, arrest Urshon himself. Yes. For the permits. Um, they arrest him. But as they are driving off, they are stopped by Ray Stevenson mm-hmm. and have their shoes taken, their guns taken, and they drive off in the Prius. Because at this stage, Will doesn't have a gun. Will has been given the oh, wooden of gun. Of course, Will lost his gun because of driving into the crime scene. That was his punishment. No, no, he lost it because oh, he did a desk talk, shot. We didn't talk about <laughs> the desk shot. <laughs> Shit. So, to, as a bit of workplace bullying... Yeah, uh, Wayans and uh, Riggle. Robert Riggle mm-hmm. uh, convince Will Farrell's character that he's not—he's not a, not a real, real man or cop if you haven't done a desk shot yet. No pop, oh, desk pop. He hasn't done a desk yeah, pop. Yeah, that's right. Uh, which is explained as shooting your firearm <laughs> into the roof, uh, yeah. and they convince him to do it. And as he does it, obviously, you know, firing a gun in a police station. It's not smart. Not smart. No. So he loses his gun privileges and is given a wooden replica gun used in ceremonies. Yep. Yeah. So they yeah, so they catch up to them and uh they take Will Ferrell's wooden gun. Yeah. And then Mark Wahlberg's real gun. Because it's important for later on. That wooden gun. Not important, but there's a... Just a good little gag. There's a good little gag about yeah. it. <laughs> uh, they, they then spend the day walking back to the station because mm-hmm. they lost their shoes, their phone, their wallet, everything. Yep. Um, they decide to have a fresh start. Yep. 
And when they get there, mm. uh, Ray Stevenson's character is there. Mm-hmm. Kind of mentions that he's Urshon's bodyguard uh, because he didn't actually tell his Miranda rights or anything like that. They thought he was getting kidnapped. Mm. So they get in a little bit of shit yeah. about that and told, stop looking mm-hmm. into him. There's nothing there. Um, and it's your point. This is when they get their guns back. <laughs> um, and Michael Keaton comments on the fact that someone's put a nice little bit of a linseed oil, linseed on, oil it. on it. You should <laughs> give him a thank you note. Just give him a thank you note. That was, mm-hmm. oh, just a simple gag. Yeah, it's nice. It's, it's good. It's, yeah. it's what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the point at which Michael Keaton also mentions that he works at Bad Bath & Beyond? I work two jobs so I can send my son to NYU so he can explore him being a bisexual. <laughs> bisexual? Was it DJ? Yeah, yeah, and be a DJ. <laughs> and it's just like, that is, that's a good dad. It's a good dad. That's a good the dad. the chief of police also working at Bed Bath & Beyond. And you get a nice joke at the end yep. about that as well. But some. And uh, I believe this is the first time where he mentions that they should stop and don't go chasing waterfalls. See, I missed that line. Yeah. I heard all the other ones. Yeah, that's... And Will Ferrell does, like, a bit of a double take. It's just like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> um, and, yeah, so they, they just can kind of continue mm-hmm. to go on. I think you then get this weird kind of... It's almost like a 20-minute block of kind of investigating, but more just character relationship building between the two. Yep, so they they uh they, get they the convene phone back. they yeah. Oh sorry, they go to dinner. They get, they have dinner at uh Will's house. Yep. Where Will prefaces it with just don't worry about my wife. Yep. She can be a bit of a bit much. Mm-hmm. Just I'm sorry if, if I'm sorry she if she's is. a bit much, yeah. Uh obviously he rocks up and the wife is Sheila, played by Eva, Eva Mendes. And Mark Wahlberg's character can just... He just does not understand... How this has happened. How this has happened. No. Who, who is this woman? Yeah, so you get like little sprinklings throughout the movie that Will Ferrell is quite the ladies' man. Yes, every every woman, every woman. they encounter is... Including inabit. Brooke Shields. Brooke Shields, the, the random uh, the security assassin, yeah. woman. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's just great. Good little <laughs> random thing. He's it's just a good got running ma- gag. He's I just like got it. magnetism. He does. Um, And they just... But Will Ferrell's... Very negative towards her. Yes. She comes out looking like a bombshell. Yep. He tells her... Why you look like a hobo. Why do you look like a hobo? Mm-hmm. Go get changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yet Mark Wahlberg's just like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what I think he, like, he tried to cover up saying, how the hell did this happen? And more like, how did you meet? Yep. And uh, they met in the emergency room after Will Ferrell got poison ivy in on his, his rectum. rectum. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like that Meg Ryan film. She's got mail. <laughs> She's got mail. Which <laughs> one of the better lines? Again, Mark Wahlberg was good when he wasn't yelling. So when he has these weird, yes. little understand, he's like, "There was nothing about asses in." <laughs> I'm sure they were. Pretty sure there was. I'm pretty sure there was. <laughs> like it's just it's that understated level. It's like the even, yelling. Even that, like when they leave for the night. Mm. Bye, Sheila. And tries to kiss her. <laughs> kiss her on the neck. <laughs> Will Ferrell. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Sheila. It's just so cute. Yeah. Um, they go to collect the Prius, though, mm-hmm. that has now been found, uh, which they are then told a group of hobos had a, like, a fuck party in it. Yep. Dirty Mike and the boys. Who left a note for him saying, <laughs> thanks for the fuck shack or whatever it was. <laughs> um, yeah, so the hobos had... 
group sex in there. Raccoon oh. gave birth, mm-hmm. but there are no prints in there. <laughs> no. Whatsomever. <laughs> Somehow cleaned it up. Uh, but uh, Will Ferrell's phone is yeah. intact. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone called someone on there, mm-hmm. left a voicemail, and they need to go investigate who it is. Yep. He doesn't want to go there because it's an ex-girlfriend. But Christianeth. Christianeth. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I want to get into that. It is one of the better sorry. jokes. So they go to the uh, to Christianeth's house. Uh huh. And it's another attractive, another woman. attract, very attractive woman with a very submissive husband, who where quickly like keeps calling Will Ferrell a lucky guy. Yeah, you you've done things with my wife that I'll never do. <laughs> You're a lucky man. So this is, they're all jovial and they're all joking. And at which point Mark Wahlberg goes, so Christina. <laughs> she's like, it's Christina. Are you a fucking idiot? And he's like, don't come into my house and pronounce my wife's name wrong. And... It's <laughs> <laughs> such a severe tonal shift. It's so good. It is good. It, that is, that's good comedy. And just... The fuck's gonna remember Christina? No, I don't. No one. Oh. And uh, so um, yeah. So Christina goes. I'll come with me. Mm-hmm. I'll show you the phone. Mm-hmm. You two, be Mark Wahlberg and her husband, just stay there. <laughs> and uh, she gives the phone to Will, and comes on to oh, him. No, she aggressive. does not. She comes on to him really aggressively. Yes. And he takes the phone. And runs. And runs. And uh, you have sex with my wife. Yeah, the, the husband <laughs> keeps yelling, you'll have sex with my wife. They they get away and it shows them then later that night. 20 kilometres away or 20 miles away or something. Yeah, just listening to the phone call and trying yep. to figure out what's going on. And the, the husband, <laughs> mate Chase, keeps running down the street. Mm-hmm. Yep. I liked him. I had to look him up. Brett Gelman, I think. Is He's his name. um in the Netflix series Love with Gillian Jacobs and I keep seeing that on It's a good show. It's good. Well worth a watch. Who's the main guy in it? Uh I don't remember his name. I can't remember. He's not been a lot. I think he's he's one of those kind of like guys that does a lot of the writing. Okay. Um but he was he, he plays Gus. And does that have the Claudia Doherty, you know, the Australian? Love? Does that have the Australian uh, there friend? There is in? an Australian girl, yes. I think that's her name. Oh, okay, yep. yeah. Yeah, she's she's really funny. Yeah, she's really good in it mm. as well. Mm. But I haven't seen the show. Well worth a watch. Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, they get away. They get away. <laughs> they, they go out for some drinks and stuff. Um, Mark Wahlberg excuses himself because he's got to go see his partner. Which yes. Which Will was like, aren't oh, you broken up? He's just like, stay out of my life. So we see we get more backstory of Will of just like the surprising things that he does, mm-hmm. like singing at the Irish bar with the the old blokes, the old, the blokes. old like shanties, which are very they're really current. weird. Yeah, they're not an old shanty because no. the mentions that their Harry Potter books were burned. Yeah, and then pink eye. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought that was good. It was a nice little well, scene. The best it will get to sing. Of, it was consensual. <laughs> yeah, they sing it really, really. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, that's good. Yep, yeah. uh, but Mark Wahlberg. Goes to a ballet class to mm-hmm. confront his ex, yes, fiance, um, and pretty much just says, you know, you don't need to work in this stripper joint. <laughs> I can support you. To which she goes, "This is a ballet." Yep, and he's like, class. "I can do ballet," yep. and, and he, he does, does ballet. ballet again. What you were alluding to, how you weren't on board that, uh-uh. uh, but the entire time, Will 
He loved you. <laughs> the very back corner of the room, just kind of repeating what he says. Uh, really not helping the situation no. in any way. No. We we kind of then cut to back to more of the investigation. So mm-hmm. they go and investigate a place in Jersey, which they had a lead on. Uh-huh. A, an, accounting. an accounting firm. Mm-hmm. But as they get there, it explodes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I think this scene went on too long. Yeah, it did. I think the, oh, it's a movies, why do people... Yeah. Well, they just get on with it. We get the joke. Again, the joke of, this isn't an action hero movie we're showing you. Yeah. Real cops to a degree. It's like I've seen that before. Yeah. Not, um, not, it's just not funny. But this is where we're, we're introduced to Gator. Mm-hmm. Um, as Will kind of explains that he, he doesn't want to be doing this case anymore. He wants mm. to stay safe. In control. Desk, in control. Mm. Because there have been things in his past where he's lost control. Yep. And he doesn't want that again. And details that as a college student, mm-hmm. the college raised tuition. Yes. And he had a friend who needed to make some money. Mm-hmm. And so she was going to start paying boys for dates. Yeah. Because she went on dates quite a lot. And mm. uh, she just needed some help coordinating the dates. And Will's good with money. And just mm-hmm. making sure that, you know, the boys pay. Yeah. Um, this went well for a couple of months and they were making some money and yep. then some of her friends wanted to do it too. Wanted to do it too mm-hmm. and to the point that he had maybe 12 girls. 12, yeah, 12, 14 girls. guys were in there as mm-hmm. well that he was helping coordinate all of this and look mm-hmm. after. So he was a pimp. He was. He, he was, was a pimp named Gator and it shows his descent, like the fashion trend to the yeah. point that he was like full on Wearing 90s grills. grills. Yeah. Um, it's very similar to the South Park episode. About butters. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so this is a bit before it's time. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Pretty much. And uh, yeah, so Gator's, Gator was in a bad way. Uh-huh. Got taken to a hospital. And that's how we find out. They don't tell you how he gets the poison ivy up his rectum. Oh, you just yeah. have to guess. Yeah. But that part of the story was true. But yeah. they left out the part at dinner that he was a pimp. Yeah. And so that he promised <laughs> Sheila that, you know, he'd... Go straight and mm-hmm. never lose control again. So he found the safest job he could find, mm-hmm. which was an accountant in the, for police, the police department, department mm-hmm. for law and order. <laughs> Good <Yeah>. story. <laughs> um, they then decide, nah, enough with this shit. We're yeah. going to go straight to Urshon mm. and get him to kind of confess what's going mm-hmm. on. They get there and he offers them courtside seats to a Knicks game. Yep. They take them. As they're at the game, realise, wait a minute, this was a bribe. It's a trick. <laughs> Shit. Go back the next day. Get off the he offers, to Jersey Boys. He goes, I have one question for you, gentlemen. <laughs> Mamma mia. Or Jersey Boys. We then cut to Jersey Boys. <laughs> uh, they go back uh-huh. and decide, no, nah, enough's enough. We're going to do good cop, bad cop here. Yes. Uh, Mark Wahlberg tells Will, I'm going to go in strong. You come after me. You come in after. Mm. He goes in strong. Yeah. Will comes in... Stronger. Stronger. <laughs> Trashes. I get the misinterpretation because if you just isolate it as I'll go in strong and you go after... It's good cop. Bad cop. Yeah, but he... <laughs> no, but like... He didn't hear. <laughs> he didn't hear. Good cop. He heard bad cop, bad cop, which is not a thing. No. I wouldn't have thought. No. And but... you even get the line from Steve Coogan, you're the reasonable one, I'll talk to you. Yeah. And then he comes in and just goes worse. <laughs> He's like, oh, y'all talk to me. <laughs> That's good. Um, that does not go well for them. No. And uh, 
They get in trouble again with the chief mm-hmm. because I think like the head of the police comes in and says, "Yeah, there are people calling me who never call me." Yep. about this. Mm-hmm. So they once again told, "You are off this case. You're you, on need, you need to give no, no, not yet. Oh, sorry. You need to hand in all the evidence information mm-hmm. you've got. Yep, to the SEC because it's a financial issue." Mm. So they go to the SEC office where they meet David from the office. Yes. Uh, but they find out and go, oh, wait a minute. You're Urshon's lawyer as well. Yeah. Mm. Bit of a conflict. So mm. they're a bit sus about that. Um, but again, they kind of just do what they got to do and they go off and whatnot. Um, but then on the radio, they hear that someone is going to jump mm. at the same building. Mm-hmm. And as they rock up, of course, it's that same guy now very drunk. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Will's like, no, no, don't worry. I've trained as a negotiator. Pretty much gets on the microphone and goes, don't do it. You have the ability to do it. I'm not saying you, you can't. And, and with the line of, oh, he's flying, as he then <laughs> crashes into a hot dog stand. Yep. It's at this point. Okay. Nah, enough's enough. Michael Keaton's cra- He's like, I can't. I can't, I can't have you. I can't deal with you anymore. I can't have you doing this. Uh, and they are... Busted down to mm-hmm. Will Farrell's just going to be a beat cop. He's pretty much here in a bum town. Yep. And mm. Mark Wahlberg's going to be moved to traffic. Yep. Uh, yeah, things aren't going great. Will Farrell's having dinner with his wife. Mm. Mentions to her, you know, I'm off the case. Mm-hmm. She mentions that she's pregnant. Whose is it? Who Who is it? Gators bitches better be wearing rubbers. <laughs> and... uh no, Gator's bitches better be wearing jimmies. Yeah. Was the line. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kicks him out. Rightly so, because oh, yeah. he, A, treats her like shit, and and B, is just yelled at her after saying, I'm pregnant. Yeah. What are you doing, mate? <laughs> so, again, another bit of a montage. Will's it's continuing the, it's the... to investigate. Mm-hmm. We see Mark Wahlberg flourishing as loves a traffic, traffic cop. Yeah. Loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Will discovers that the whole plot was around the fact that they're going to take the police pension. Mm-hmm. Actually, they don't know this yet, do no. they? No. No, they're just going to... He's just like covering he's, up the They're accounts. covering up that Linden Finance, or whatever the company is, mm-hmm. is at a loss and they're doing something dodgy to do it. Yep. They go to stop whatever's happening to arrest him mm. and they find out that, oh no, the, the poor schmuck that's been convinced and tricked is mm. the pension, yeah. which is managed by Bob. Oh, Bob. Poor Bob. Can't do anything First right, First his Bob. wife and now the pension. <laughs> oh, poor Bob. Pretty much. Mm. Uh, they escape with Urshon. Somehow. Somehow. Go underground, essentially, for the night. Underground, because but they need above. To, because, <laughs> yeah, no, because <laughs> the, the agreement has been signed, mm-hmm. so all the pension will go into this dummy kind of fund. Yes. To pay and off all the like debts. Um, into, yep. At 9am in the morning. Mm. Unless they can stop it. Uh, Will says he's got to go talk to his wife, though. Yep. Because who knows what will happen. And we get a wonderful exchange where the house is being monitored. Is this old lady her grandma? Yeah. That's disturbing. Yeah, that's the whole point. of it. So they keep sending out uh, Sheila's grandma to kind of relay the message. But each time, the message gets far more sexual <laughs> and far too detailed. Uh-huh. So you get this nice little back and forth where she's like, Stop. I don't want to say stop, shit. Stop making I think she things. says something and then Will's like, uh, no, there's more. So don't make me say it. <laughs> yeah. 
And I, 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 if I would not tell my grandmother I want to have a three day sex session. Yeah. I don't want to be able to walk. Yeah, it's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Good, good scene. That was yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. Then, but the last one that she comes out dressed as her as grandmother, her, and then they, they have go a, back. And they, have sex. they do what? They stoop. There you go, man. Most definitely stoop. They definitely did. Movie just kind of it kind is. of goes into the action tropes. Yeah, really. I think just to kind of finish it off, it does. Yeah, because yeah. you, you got to have that moment where they stop being the other guys and become the guys. The guys. Mm. Uh, there was that scene with Michael Keaton at Bed Bath and Beyond. Mm-hmm. A bit more funny. He just keeps dropping TLC references <laughs> whilst. Uh, Trying to convince them that he has no idea that he's doing it, or even what TLC is. I, leg- I, I, I believe him. He's just—it's just a coincidence. <laughs> the, I mean, who says creep, no scrubs? One. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not. But no scrubs. Yeah, no. I, I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> it's it's, on the it's close. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the guys—they—they they save the day, mm. and yep, become the guys. Pretty much it shows mm. them. Mark Wahlberg ends up getting married. Asks Sheila to be his best man. She says no. <laughs> how does how would the how would his wife feel about I that? I don't know. Probably not great. Not great. No. But uh, yeah, the movie ends. Movie ends. Ice T finishes it off. They've been, they've gone from being the other guys to and you see a flamingo flying through the air. Peacock. Peacock. Sorry. <laughs> That's the part where I'm like, just don't have the peacock in there, guys. I get it. Yeah. Bit Sim- of a dud, though. Symbolism. Yeah, I know, but it's a bit of a dud, though. Yeah, I know. Bit of a fizzer. So, what did, what did, what did you... Overarching, what did you think? Because you, you know I love this movie. Yeah. This is, this is up there, I think, as... Not, like, favourite movies, but, like, in terms of comedies. Mm. I... I've seen it once. Yeah. Before today. And I think... It was in my time of, oh, I just don't like mm-hmm. this stuff. Yeah, uh, I've grown, I've grown out of that. I, th- I think it's I'm more aged accepting considerably well. It has, apart from the the gay jokes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it has aged really well. I think it's, I think it's probably more, uh, prominent now. I think it'd be, if people watch it now, they're like, oh, that's such a, like, if they could do it today, mm. it'd be a really good movie as well. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed. I this is the Will Ferrell that I like. Like I understand. I still hate him in other stuff. That's fine. Oh, it's, and that's understand. He's not great in everything. Oh god, like no. fucking Daddy's Home. Like that, and that's the annoying <laughs> thing. Like I think a lot of people went into Daddy's Home mm. thinking that get it'd be great because they were so good together in this. Mm. And it, to this day, still shits me. That they is... did a sequel to that movie, yeah, and not a sequel to this. Mm. But then I suppose leave this as it is. Yeah, what, what can you do? The other guys too. There's always other cases. If anything, it's easy to do a sequel no, but on I a think, buddy cop. Yeah, because no, but this movie is about the journey from them be becoming nothing to them. So True. this is you could take the characters, I guess, mm. and put them into a different situation. Yeah, but then you're in a bit of a twenty-one, twenty-two jump street exactly. scenario. Yeah. And but this came out before those. True. So they could have jumped the gun, mm. but. Yeah, I, I'm never going to see Daddy's Home. The trailers look like garbage. Oh, it doesn't look funny. It's horrendous. It's just like you have these parts that have worked and then you just go and put a shit script together and yeah. 
It's go, oh, Dad's home for it's, Christmas. It's the or same something. shit. Yeah, it's awful. Mark Wahlberg's an angry Bostonian, I assume. But it does have John Chenner in it, in number two at least. And and Lithgow. Yeah. And mm. Mel Gibson. Oh God. Yeah. Anyways, Ooh. so you like this one? I enjoy what, it. what are we What are we rating it? All right, I'll chime in then. Yep. Uh I, I'd watch it again, actually. Good. So that's as high a rating as I can give a movie. If I watch it again, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it. It's a strong. It's a strong three and a half, like a three point nine. Jeez, that's pretty high. It's a three point nine. I enjoyed a lot of it. Um, I'm becoming a more. I'm becoming softer in my older yeah, you age. You are softening in your old age. Um, I still know what I don't like. <laughs> uh, but yes, three point nine. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to leave it at that. We've spoken a considerable <laughs> amount of time. I did not think we would. No. On this one, but mm-hmm. we, we have. Um, so as usual. For those still listening, mm-hmm. uh, we'd of course love to hear from you. Yes, please. Um, so we'd, we'd love a bit of a mailbag segment. Mm. We're not getting the mail required for said no, segment. No, the bag is empty. The it's bag got, is well and truly yeah, empty. There's, 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 no um, there's no bag. But yeah, feel free to send us through some questions. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, you know, cameo guys at gmail.com if yep. you feel like emailing or if you've, you know, following us on any of the social medias or want to follow us. Uh, mm. We are cameo guys. Yes. On Insta, Facebook, and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Easy to find. Um, just a good little thing to follow, because you'll know whenever we post new episodes. Yes. All that kind of jazz. Um, and yeah, feel free to comment, leave us questions, and mm-hmm. more importantly, review the podcast. That would always be helpful. If you do follow Instagram, I've been a bit light. I'm going to come back. Yeah, you you were supposed to be doing follow-up I, posts. I was. I was. Yeah. It's going to come back, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flood it. Perfect. You're going to wish that I didn't come back. No, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. <laughs> I'm going to flood the shit out of it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll uh, speak to you next time. See you, guys.